It seems like today we live in a place of sexual confusion with the Golden Globes blackout, with all of the things happening in our culture and all of the accusations being thrown around at politicians and Hollywood figures. Where do we go with all of the sexual confusion as we live in the age of the sexual revolution? That's what we're going to be talking about today on the show. My name is Ryan Polly. You're listening to Coffeehouse Questions, and I want to wish you all a happy new year. This is the first show of 2018. I hope you all had a great time with family, with friends, doing whatever you were doing at Christmas and also uh, this new year. I had the great opportunity to go back to Colorado and spend some time with my family, uh, my parents for the New Year's, spend time out here in California for Christmas and just be able to take some time and relax a little bit and enjoy beautiful weather here in California as well as the freezing cold snow in Colorado. And I tell you what, I, I was happy to land back in California where it was a nice 70 degrees and I was not bundled up completely. But it's always good to go back home and visit family and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, in this 2018, uh, we're starting off kind of fun uh, and really quick, actually. And uh, tomorrow, I will be flying to Indianapolis, Indiana and speaking at a church youth group there, doing actually just an open Q&A. So uh, they didn't have me pick a topic, uh, but I'll be showing up, uh, doing a quick little introduction at the beginning and then having the students just ask me questions for the next hour or so, uh, or 45 minutes of their of their youth group time. And so I'm really looking forward uh, to that. And I just want to encourage you guys, if you're listening again, if uh, you are interested in, in me coming and speaking at your church, uh, you can go check out the speaking and endorsement page at coffeehousequestions.com. You can look through all of those options, the speaking options, or you can suggest your own and then uh, email me at contact at coffeehousequestions.com. And uh, also, when I get back from that trip on January 15th, I'll be interviewing Dr. Clay Jones, who just wrote a book titled Why God Allows Evil. And hope we're going to have, be having a fun discussion talking about some of the big questions that we have as to, when we're trying to understand why God would allow certain evils to take place. And so if you have any questions for Dr. Jones, you can also send those to me at contact at coffeehousequestions.com. You can send them in at facebook.com slash coffeehousequestions on Twitter, Facebook, or Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at RyanPolly3, or text in your questions for Dr. Jones at 714-989-6927. And they, I, I might also have have one more interview that day. Uh, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but hopefully be letting you know on the Facebook page uh, when that does get confirmed uh, that you could also send in your questions for. So those are the kind of the updates as we start off 2018. And so uh, I want to get back to this topic of, of the sexual confusion that we live in. You know, I, I just finished teaching my students right before Christmas break on the ethics of sexuality. And this is one of the things that we talked about was this sexual confusion that we live in in our culture today. And, and I want to explain how I taught this to my students and, and possibly, again, as I do sometimes, is hopefully you can take this and teach it to your students in the same way or just maybe have this help you understand it. So with my students, um, I put up a list of certain uh, words dealing with sexuality up on the board, about 15 or so of them. Uh, things like fornication, right, having sex outside of marriage, pedophilia, uh, adultery, you know, sex while you're married, homosexuality, rape, bestiality, polygamy, bisexuality, uh, sex inside of marriage, uh, cohabitation, just living together before you're married, incest, all of those sort of things. And as I listed these words off one by one, I had the students decide uh, where they were going to put this on the line. So they created categories. And on the left side, they said, these are the things that are morally okay. These are morally acceptable, permissible, 
we should allow these in our culture. Um, the other side was this is morally wrong. We should not allow this in our culture. And I made them create their own list. As I read out these words, they had to choose whether they thought this was a morally right or wrong behavior. And when we got to the end on the board, then I had a line for this is what the entire class, 100% of the class decided uh, was morally good. I had the right side was 100% of the class decided this was morally bad. And then in the middle were the ones that the class could not decide on. And what the goal was is for the class to recognize how when left up to our opinion, we fall into many different categories. We're all putting these things, these different behaviors on different sides of the line. And so then the question becomes is once we get the lines there, well, what is this based on? Is this simply based on my opinion? And oftentimes we want to say, well, yeah, it's just based on our opinion. See, look, the fact that everyone creates a different line, everyone puts the line somewhere different and they put different things on the good and the bad side of the line, that shows that this is, this is just relative. Now, it's interesting then because then when I create sort of the biblical sexuality where I say, look, sex inside of marriage is the only place for sexual activity. Anything outside of marriage is wrong. I ask my students, is this just my opinion? And oftentimes I'll say, well, yeah, that's maybe that's that's just your opinion that, you know, you just think that's right. And so then I'll add something like, you know, cohabitation. What about living together before you get married? If someone wants to add this to this side of the line, to the good side of the line, does that is that just their opinion or is that wrong? And they say, well, that's just their opinion. I say, OK, so then what if we add something like um, homosexuality over onto the good side of the line? Is that their opinion or are they wrong? Well, that's that's just their opinion, right? That you can you can do what you want to do, right? And, and it becomes easy when you add things like cohabitation and homosexuality, which have become very accepted in our culture. Now, what's interesting is as soon as you put sexual harassment on the good side of the line, that's another one of my words I have here. And I say, what if someone comes along and says sexual harassment is on the good side? Is that just their opinion or are they wrong? And this is when students have to stop because if we're going to follow the same logic, they have to say, well, that's just their opinion that it's, it's good and, and they can have their opinion, right? If it's just my opinion that sex inside of marriage is the only acceptable form. And if that's the only right thing, when that's just, well, that's just my opinion so I can do it, but then we can just add as we want. Then what happens when someone puts sexual harassment on the good side? Or what, I just, I just don't think this is a problem. I'm going to do it. How could you say, well, you're wrong, right? This sounds crazy because when we treat things like sexual ethics, like relative ideas, like the flavor of ice cream or your favorite food, it sounds crazy. For example, if you ask someone, what's your, what, what's your favorite kind of food? And someone's like, well, Mexican food. Another person's like, well, Chinese food. And then you look at the person who says Chinese food and you say, you're wrong. How could you say that? How could you believe that that's the best? You are so wrong. How terrible of you, right? When I ask my students that, they look at me and they say, well, someone said that. I'd say, you're crazy, right? We think people are crazy if they're going to call out someone as being wrong and that they should be fired because they like the wrong flavor of food, the wrong type of food. This is crazy because we understand that something like Food is relative. It's based on your opinions and your taste. However, when we talk about sexuality, if someone's going to put rape on the good side 
And then you are crazy for calling them out and saying, you're wrong. That's not okay. That's wrong. We see a big problem in this. But here's the thing. If we wanted to try to relativize things like sexual ethics, this is the problem we get into. And so what's happened is we've taken an objective line, objective ethics given to us by God that says that sex inside of marriage is good. Anything outside of marriage is bad. All types of fornication and adultery are bad. And this very clear cut line, as soon as we erase the line and start to allow people to mix and match and choose what goes on which side, then we turn into this place of confusion where some people put one thing on one side, other people will put it on the other side of the line. Some people put polygamy on one side with the polygamous community say it's good. Others say it's bad. Some people say, you know, pedophilia is good. Others want to say it's bad. Some people think adultery is good. Others think it's bad. Cohabitation, living together before you're married is good. Others say it's bad. It was just our opinion. Maybe some might say, well, it's whatever's legal. Well, up until a couple years ago, same sex marriage was illegal. Does that mean that it was bad? I don't think anyone in the LGBT movement would agree with that, that just because it was illegal in the States, that meant it was morally bad because in that case, they would be advancing and advocating for something immoral. But they obviously thought that this was morally good and that's why it should be legalized. So obviously within that framework, whatever's legal and illegal doesn't become what is good and bad. Also because we'd understand that something like fornication you know, with, with two high schoolers having sex together, uh, that's not necessarily illegal, uh, but according to Christian ethics, we would still say that is wrong. Cohabitation, not illegal, but still morally wrong, according to biblical ethics. And so uh, what this has done, I think this makes so much sense what we see in Hollywood, is we've taken this objective system. We've taken a very clear-cut system with the line drawn by God, commanded to all people, We've erased that line saying we don't like religious ethics. We want to make up our own rules. And then when people start to put things on one side of the line that others don't like, all of a sudden you get this confusion, you get chaos, and you get what we have in our culture right now. We have a culture that is glorifying sex. It's in every TV show. It's in the movies. It's always happening. You can find movies about one night stands. You can find movies about knocking girls up before that. You can find movies about all this sort of stuff. And then as soon as it actually happens in real life, then all of a sudden it becomes a problem. Now I want to say it is a problem. This is a huge problem. This is something we should stand up against. But it makes sense to stand up against this within a biblical Christian ethic that says that 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 sexual harassment, the fornication, that that sort of stuff is actually wrong. It's not just my opinion. It's not that I just don't like it. It's that it's actually wrong. What's hard to say is that when you have a culture that says that everything is relative, everything is based on opinion, then how then can they stand up and say that what these people are doing is actually wrong? Now, it is wrong. And that's why we need to rethink our worldview and rethink the ethics that we're standing on. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the show with Coffee House Questions. Hopefully from now on, these shows will be maybe a little bit shorter as I just kind of discuss one issue with you guys today. This was the one. And look forward to future interviews and podcasts uh, coming up in the next few weeks. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee House Questions. This is Ryan. Won't hesitate to follow your love.